Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to the Green Party Radio Show. Coming to you live on the Green Party Radio Network. And now here's your host, Larry Ellis. I'm Larry Ellis, and you're not. Today on the Green Party Radio Show, we've got an important message. It's a message that's important to our climate, our economy. Our very way of life depends on people understanding this message. Don, are you there? Si, senor. You're key. How are you doing? Uh... I'm not I'm doing pretty good, I guess. Getting a little bit warmer. A little windier, a little warmer. I'll take it. But, you know, getting getting back to this message, people ought to understand that if we don't change the way things are headed right now, we're, we're all in big trouble. You know, our climate's going to be screwed. You know, they were talking about it being bad at 2%, and we're going to be at 4 and 5 and 6%, or degrees Celsius, not percent, I'm sorry. If we don't do something drastic, radical. And the only way that's going to happen is by replacing our government. Because our government has been bought and paid for by big oil and Wall Street. And the only way we're going to replace our government is to either hand-counted paper ballots or just going ahead and overthrowing the government. But if we can just get a free, fair election, you know, just one man, one vote, or one woman. Because if that doesn't happen, you know, that they're just going to still stay, they'll stay in control forever. It'll be Democrat, Republican, head and purple, Republicrats. And violet parties, they're just two different wings of right. it. Which all goes into the main target, the third way. People need to Google that. Just Google the third way. They've got their own website. There's Wikipedia. There's, you know, there's plenty of ways to learn what the third way is. It's basically corporate Democrats. You know, and it's not going to work. They're centrists. Well, if you're going to be a centrist and the Republicans keep moving their goalposts to the right, for you to keep kicking down the center, you got to move to the right. Just half as far as the Republicans did. Right. You know, well, if you, that, if, that's, that's, if you, yeah, if, if you want a definition to the left, yeah, it said, I'll give you the Wikipedia definition, the first line, which of course, you know, Wikipedia doesn't actually make anything up. They have, you know, sources, you know, this is, comes from a university of Chicago. Okay. It's a fairly respected mm-hmm. university. If you're familiar with it, the third way is a position akin to centrism, like you just said, it tries to reconcile right-wing and left-wing politics by advocating a varying synthesis of right-wing economic and left-wing social policies. So basically, like Larry just said, if you're a Democrat, you know, or formerly a Democrat, a progressive, let's say, that the Democrats are trying to get you to move away from progressivism to the middle. Mm-hmm. And it, it's telling the picture right here on Wikipedia, part of a series on New Democrats. That's basically who pushes the third way, New Democrats. It's a picture of Obama and Clinton, Bill Clinton. That's how you all you need to know. Right, right. <laughs> you know, you can go all the way back. You know, you know when you're Googling it, Salon.com, that's a reputable site. No, they it's were a Democrat site, but, but yeah. They, I, yeah. And they were reputable yet still in bed with Clinton. But and a story come from them in 2013. Headline: 
third way senior vice president admits majority of think tank funding comes from Wall Street. So what do you expect from You know, the nation supposed to be progressive and flip to Hillary again. We know they, they supported Bernie for a while there, but we lost them too. Yeah. Also, back in 2013, their headline was GOP donors and K Street fuel third third ways uh, advice for the Democratic Party. You know. It's just ridiculous to think that progressives are supposed to move to the middle. I mean, that's that's what the new Democrats are saying. That that's their third way, and then pull Republicans back to the center. You know, which, how can you uh, be which, economically Republican but socially Democrat? Because you'll never yeah. have the money to spend that you need. Any money that they allow you to spend to collecting taxes, they're gonna the only way they'll let you spend it is on the military. You know, they people cry at forty dollars a year social welfare and four thousand dollars a year military welfare. You know, I don't don't say anything about the military part and how much money their taxes actually go towards. Yeah, we could cut our military budget by 80% and still have the largest military budget in the world. Yep. Ours is bigger than yep. the next nine combined. I, I, I saw a good commercial just to illustrate this point uh, during the Army-Navy game yesterday. You know, I'm a football fan, so I watched Army-Navy. It was actually a good game this year. But there's a Navy commercial, of course. And it's showing a picture of the globe with all these little red dots. And the line is, you know, Navy defending America's freedoms. And me and Tyson, my 13-year-old, are just laughing at it. It's like all these little dots around the world. What do people in Zimbabwe have to do with protecting America's freedoms? Why do we have a military base in, you know, Ghana and Uganda? You know, or we may not actually have bases there, but that was my joke. When have they threatened America? It has nothing to do with defending America. That's why the military was formed. But it's it's colonialism now. That's all it is. Basically, yeah. You know, you know, it's not it's not (laughs) as it was in the seventeenth. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it was in the 17th and 18th century back when, you know, Spain, England, France all had colonies around the world, actual, call them colonies. But we put a base somewhere, we put a U.S.-friendly dictator in charge, and it might as well be an American colony. Sure. You know, there's there's really no difference in, in the actual outcome of what's going on. It may not be called colonialism, but that's what's going on. It's no different. Well, instead of the money going to the crowns, you know, it just goes to the corporation. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference. Well, because we're not, you know, we're we're not a monarchy anymore. We're an oligarchy. You know, the, co- the corporations yeah. run this country. Yep. So basically, it's still going to the central government because the government is owned by the corporations. And somehow we've got to convince people. Well, see, and it's not going to work. I was, I was going to, you know, I was, I was going to say we have to convince people that we have to stand up and make them change the law on breaking up the monopolies for uh, television, the media, break up the corporate media. Just you know, whatever it was Clinton undid, we need to redo. Yeah. And read and make it better, you know. Yeah, we don't need fake news. I agree, but it's not about censoring the internet. Getting rid of fake news is about punishing a national news agency, center, whatever you want to call it, for deliberately deceiving the public, for lying. You know, I believe it was, it's been a while since I've read it. I think it was around 2004 when Fox News was acquitted 
in a lawsuit because it was determined that they were there was nothing stopping them from lying on the news. You know, it, it was proven that they lied, but there was nothing in the law that said they couldn't. You shouldn't yeah, be they able were, to. Uh, I, were, I believe they they were they were declared to be an entertainment channel, not a news channel. Yep. 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 You should know, get away with that. Yeah. But when six companies own everything, well, they're going to collude. Well, I had the stat, and I, I I used it on the Green Progressive once back before 1996, when uh, Clinton signed into law the Telecommunications Act of 1996. All the radio stations pretty much in this country were all locally owned. And now, companies, one of them being Clear Channel, Clear Channel owns like 25% of the radio in this country. You know, two, two companies own 40% of the radio stations in this country. So people everywhere are getting the same corporate news that they want you to hear. Yep. It's not, it's not really much of a thing left known as local radio. There are still some local stations around, mostly in rural areas like where I live, you know. Yeah, but for the most part, you know, they're not reaching very many people either. No. no they want to control the masses. They know they don't have to control everybody. They don't have to mind fuck, I'm pardon my French, everybody. No, it's the big cities. You know where the population centers are. Right, they're just going after the masses. Yeah, I mean they're you know they're filling filling people's heads with whatever they want to on TV because that's what people are doing. They're watching TV, yeah, or if they're reading a newspaper, doesn't matter. They've you know they've got control of that too. There are some places, you know, that are fighting back, doing pretty good areas, you know, areas like up in Seattle. You know, places that actually have a $15 minimum wage now. They're doing just fine, by the way. Oh, yeah. Nobody's going out of business. Actually, it's helping people. It's helping businesses. Because that same argument I made during my campaign here in Kentucky to raise the minimum wage. Oh, you can't do that. Prices will go up. Well, first of all, the labor cost at any business is only maybe, you know, 25%. Some businesses, it's higher, some it's lower, okay? But the people's wages go up that actual percentage. You know, people have money to spend in your business because they're making enough money. Somebody making minimum wage can't go to most businesses and buy what they're selling because they're too busy right. trying to pay rent and electric and food. People, people just mm-hmm. don't get it. You know? That's why Seattle's well, doing well, so well with their $15 an hour minimum wage. People have money to spend at local businesses. Once upon a time, people got it. Yeah. You know, when unions were strong, and that was the that was the very argument. You know, you've got to put the money in, back into the hands of the people that, you know, create the wealth for you in order to maintain it. You know, they're just, take, they're just sucking all the money out and just, you know, sucking the life out of communities and not caring. They'll suck the life out of one, move their factory elsewhere, Mexico, you know, anywhere. Or they'll find, you know, some pretty red states that, you know, have nice loose laws for them. Right. To, yeah, they call it right-to-work state, which is kind of funny. Yeah. yeah the, right, the, the right to work for no wages and no union. People, if you don't know right. what right to work laws are, right to work means a business, they cannot force you to join a union to work there. Right. That's what right to work means. You have the right to work for whatever little pittance they want to pay you. That's what that means, people. It's just their way to keep the unions out, keep wages down, you know. Yep. Well, people don't realize, you know, back in the 40s, well, the 50s, let's say, when the country was doing its best, 
wants to go back to the 50s, the way things were. Now, the Republicans want to do it for social issues, you know. Women have no rights, you know. You stay home and do what your husband says. But, you know, back then, the highest income tax bracket in this country was 94%. Yeah. Yep. If you made if you if you made millions, 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 millions of dollars, most of it you paid back to the government. Because instead of that, and Portland has just passed a law. You see this, Larry? Where? No. Where it's it's based on CEO to employee pay ratio. If that ratio gets too high, where the executives are making too much money, they start taxing you. It starts at twenty five percent. It's an outstanding law. Instead of instead of sucking up all the money themselves, they're trying to force the CEOs to actually pay the workers that are making this money. I know it's a radical, crazy thought, but it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, if so there's, no the reason, one for- there's no reason Walmart has to get a six billion dollar tax break. There's no reason for that. Not, not when they're like half money. Yeah, they're not like you know their family holds like half of the top ten richest people in the country places, and their <laughs> their workers. If if you work there full time, which they they don't really give you full time, they'll give you thirty two hours, so they're not forced to give you any uh, benefits. You know, people that work there thirty two hours a week have to go on food stamps to support their families. Walmart should unionize everybody on the same day. Everybody I, I went, on the same day. I went, you know, I, I went worked at Walmart for like a month just to see what it was like. And uh, dude, when you're going through your uh, initial training, they got a thirty, forty-five minute video you have to sit there and watch of why you shouldn't join the union. People may approach you about joining a union. No, they want to control what, you know, you can do. You won't have any rights then. It's right now, you can go to your boss if you have a problem. You know, if you have a union, you can't do that. Dude, it's, dude it would be comical if it wasn't so scary. Right. You know, you can go to your boss. He can tell you to go fuck yourself and go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> he can yeah. tell you like Eddie Murphy's. He can tell you like Eddie Murphy's dad. It's my, it's my work. If you don't like it, you get the fuck out. That's your choice when you don't have the union, okay? Pardon our French people, but that's the way it is. And people don't, people don't care. It just. And you want to talk about safety on in the workplace? It, yeah. The difference between union and non-union is just, it's galactic. I've worked them both in the steel industry and the difference is crazy. I mean, people get hurt a whole lot more often in non-union shops and it goes unreported and you don't find out, you know, when it happens in union shops, there's, you know, there's OSHA violations that wind up happening and, you know, so they, they get a better statistic on it. But if you don't have a union shop, then you're just, you put yourself in jeopardy. Because you don't have anybody fighting for your safety rights. Yeah, if you if you see something dangerous, you tell the boss, and they don't care. If you're in a union shop, you tell your union steward, you know, and they go to the management, and they have to do something about it. Right. And a lot of times they won't. You have to fight them. You know. Yeah, but then at least you have someone fighting for you. Right, but you you know, if you're smart within your union, you usually wind up winning those fights. You know, you know, you know, going in that you're, you know, standing on the moral high ground against these people a lot of the times, especially when you have a contract, which is, you know, the core of joining a union is you know, getting that contract. Yeah. You know, you you go if you have if you don't have a union, you go into a place and work, and most people are familiar with this because there's hardly any unions left. You know, they have their little handbook. They'll tell you what you can do, you know, what happens if this, you know, if you have a problem, what to do. But they have, they're under no obligation to follow that. They make up the rules. They, You know, if, if if they don't want to follow their rules, well, like I said, screw you. Go back to work. We don't care. Right. Yep. You know? That's exactly what happens. 
They'll tell you you can quit and they can replace you because it's a right to work state. Because somebody else has got right to work means somebody else has got a right to do your job for less money. That's yeah, pretty much. That's what right to work means. You know, you still have a little bit of protection as far as you know being terminated unjustly. You know, I'm sure you still draw employment that way, but you still lose your job to somebody to make less money than you. That's right to work. Yeah. Then go try to find a job somewhere else when your unemployment runs out and you try to use that employer as a reference right. to see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know, the one you other know. thing that we need to do is we have to elect some earth-friendly citizens instead of politicians. You know, we got to get people in that actually care before we're going to get anything done. It's the only way. And if we don't get something done, then we're going to be the generation to, you know, find, find a way to fuck it all up. Well, I mean, I mean I just, isn't, isn't the election I, of Trump a signal enough? Was that done? I started to say I just read a story yesterday how, you know, the, the uh, I don't know what you want to call them, so I'm not into naming groups, millennials maybe, the first generation, our kids, I mean, basically, we both, you know, we both have kids that are over 21. They're the first right. generation to make less money than the generation before them in America. Right, right. Well, yeah, Bernie predicted that a long time ago. He said it's going to be that. That's what it's going to be. I didn't predict it, but he just, you know. Yeah. He revealed it. It wasn't a prediction. Hell, they, they knew it. <laughs> well, and it's been going on since back to the to the uh, topic of today's show, since the third wave started under Clinton. Yep. You know, I see so many people say, oh, I was I had it great under Bill. Well, you know, go back and look at the numbers. You know, the, uh, the uh, increase in money earned started going way up for the 1% when Clinton was president. Took, you know, the income earned by the 1% took its biggest jump ever in history under Clinton. Yeah, people just, they turn a blind eye to it. I don't understand how. You know, it's not, they're not trying to hide the information. The third way is not some secret think tank. It's not the Bilderbergers, you know. Yeah, it's not the Illuminati out there, yeah, running around, you know. It's, <laughs> right, right. It, 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 it's right out in the open. Yep, yep. <laughs> so they call it telling you, New you Democrats. Let the whole world know that they run the Democratic Party. Tell them what direction to go. You know, and then you can look at CNN defending Hillary Clinton, calling herself a progressive, <laughs> and you can't ask yourself what in the hell is going on. Do progressives take money from Republican donors? Is that, is that the way it works now? Going for the Violet well, Party, the Republicrats. That's what they're that's what yeah. they're shooting for. Yeah. And, and, you know, they spent 50 years waging a cold war against communism, invading countries left and right because of the threat of communism. But this is becoming a one-party country. Mm -hmm. That's what they want. They see how effective communism is for the people in power. Yep. They want their piece of the pie. And your piece of the pie and... My They're using the Saudi Arabia as their model, Don. Yeah. <laughs> you know, where there's actually a royal family in charge still. You know, I mean, like Great Britain still has the Queen or whatever, or England. But yeah. there's, it's only like an honorary. It's, yeah, it's ceremonial, yeah. As far as, yeah. as far as running crap, yeah, it's ceremonial. Yeah, the Queen really has no power. And... Right. 
But here it's just but, like corporate power. That's all, that's all it is. Yeah. And, and it's the Democrats just as much at fault of the Republicans. It's our fault for letting it happen. Yep. We're, we, we're the ones that allow this shit to happen. It's a shame that, you know, it happened. You, we, you can't find the, you know, I know of at least one honest politician. Um, so, I don't know. We're either going to have to get these paper ballots done or we're going to have to overthrow the government. And I don't see the people getting together to overthrow the government. I don't see it happening. No. The only way to overthrow, the only way that could happen, is if the people in the military get angry enough to do it. Have a military overthrow the government. And like you said, I don't see that happening. I mean, they were I Bernie mean, Sanders two to one. What's that? Military members were pro Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Like two to one. Well, I mean, eventually, and you see it, you're starting to see it more and more. Eventually, people are going to get tired of going over to fight in countries that don't affect the United States at all, other than, you know, the oligarchy and their oil. People are going to get sick of dying for it. They're going to get sick of sending their children over there, their sons and daughters to die for no reason, for having nothing to do with defending the United States. Well, yeah, that, well, there's a reason. There's oil. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, there's a pipeline. We want to send that, a pipeline through Syria already. Yeah. Halliburton's there yep. digging their asses off. Yep. It's all about the money. It's all that matters. You know, it kind of makes me want to think about the Georgia Guidestones and how they... You know, they don't care about the population going down to about half a million. I mean, I'm sorry, 500 million. I think that's what they said. Yeah, 500 million for Earth population. You know, so let it heat up. Let 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 the extremes come. You know, the wealthy will have their air conditioners and their heaters. Their bottled water. Their bottled water. Yeah, they're tainting it all. It doesn't matter. Whatever happened to the Zika virus? Did that just go away? They they sprayed they sprayed enough chemicals around to to kill it off, right? Oh, we can thank Monsanto for that. Yeah, exactly. Well, you notice Cuba? They never had Zika virus there. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. Maybe because there's no well, they had there. They had Zika virus, but there was never a case of birth defects. Yeah. There was never any that microceph- microcephalia or whatever you call it. Yeah. <laughs> the Zika virus has been around for a long time. It was discovered 50 years ago. But it's the birth defects that were really freaking people out. But that shit was coming from Monsanto chemicals to kill the mosquitoes. People aren't going to listen. They don't want to hear it because they'll see what the Kardashians are doing this week. People have done, people have been lied to for so long that the truth is now painful. So defense mechanisms are going to kick in the minute they start to hear the truth because it hurts. Well, and 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 so many people just believe what they're told because they believe they actually believe the government wouldn't lie to them. If right. you say anything, or, or the you, news, they believe the yeah. news, they believe the mainstream media would not lie to them. Yeah. If you, if you listen to a show like and watching Fox or Democrat and watching everything else, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you you know you listen to a show like ours or any of the other alternative media out there, and they say, "Oh, you're just a crazy conspiracy theorist," because people don't care to learn history outside of what's taught in schools. 
They said, all you have to do is watch the History Channel to see how many crazy conspiracy theories have come true. Right, right. You know? You know, Pearl Harbor just happened. Right. Pearl Harbor is a prime example. They call it a crazy conspiracy. There's so much proof now that we knew Pearl Harbor was going to happen. And that that was their way to get us into the war and get people behind it. FDR, for all the great things he did socially, was just itching to get into that war. Yeah. You know. I mean, why do you think, you know, six months before the attack, the United States moved its entire Pacific fleet from the West Coast to Pearl Harbor in the first place? It certainly wasn't to defend the nation better, or they would have seen the Japanese coming. I mean, we were reading all their messages. We had already we had deciphered the, their encryption. We, we knew what they were saying. Yeah. We had the radar technology and reported yeah. it. That that all happened. It's recorded in history yeah. that we we saw on radar that they were coming, and they were the guys were told they were misreading it or something, and, you know, yeah. and just let them come. Yeah. Nothing to see here. Move along, folks. Go back to bed. Here. Yeah. I mean, our government... And it's looking looking an awful lot. It's looking an awful lot more and more every day. Like the exact same thing is going to come to pass years from now when you start looking back on 9-11. Yep. I was just about to say, there um, was earlier this week, the tallest building in Chechnya caught fire. Did you see this? Uh-uh. It burned. It burned for 29 hours before they could get it put out. It's still standing. The World Trade What's Center was on fire. Each building was on fire for a half hour, 45 minutes, and it collapsed. The tallest building in Chechnya burned for 29 hours. Man, it's just still there. It's still standing, so. Take from that I still what you want will. Somebody, Don, I want somebody to explain to me how World Trade Center 7 fell <laughs> um, and fell square like a demolition. It didn't, I mean, just square like a demolition. It's it's on freaking video for the world to see. You can Google it. Watch it drop. No plane hit that building. How the hell did it fall? I mean, come on. The the evidence that's already out there. It's just a matter of spreading that truth. Because the lies have been yeah. spread so much and we so much disinformation. Yep. Once we're all dead and the people that were kids are you know, when it happened or or you know, really too young to remember it. Eventually that information will all become declassified and pe- and the truth will come out. Mm-hmm. But by then, people will have forgotten about it. They won't care. Just yeah, like, there'll be nothing you know, they can do about it anyway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know. Anybody involved will be dead. Yep. You know, I was just I was just watching a, a show. It wasn't earlier this week. It's been in the last couple of weeks. An interesting show about how the CIA was using acid to try and... Uh, you know, it's basically to create Manchurian candidates. You know, you, you, you give them acid, so where they're tripping, you give them their, their um, what's the word you call the special word? I can't remember now, but, you know, you give them that, that, you give them that trigger word, I think it's called maybe, but boom, and they go, you know, assassinate Castro or, you know, whoever else, you know, they, they want you to kill. You know, right. all these tests that, that they did with, with acid, you know, that people, and this happened in the 50s and early 60s, and I'm sure people at the time said, no way, government wouldn't give people acid. I mean, one guy tripped no. out so bad, he, he jumped out of the building they were in, seventh, eighth story, something like that, jumped out the window because he was tripping so bad. And finally, you know, 40, 50 years later, you know, the truth come out, and the family probably got a little settlement, you know, and a, oops, you know, we're sorry, you know. But that's and they had, to me, not to speak. they had to promise not to speak publicly about it 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's part of the deal. Or they get sued back. Yeah. Yeah. But that leads me into um, now what they're doing for soldiers, the new study. It's now uh, in phase three clinical trials, which is the final step before the FDA will consider a drug for the market, ecstasy, which you youngsters out there may know as Molly, you know, MDMA. They're, they're using that. It's successful in calming the intensity of post-traumatic stress syndrome, you know. This horrible drug that's so bad for you and, you know, you can go to prison for 20 years for selling it, you know. It, it actually helps with post-traumatic stress syndrome. That's what the studies are now showing. It's well, just, you know, a lot, another... problem, a lot of the problem with ecstasy is the same problem that a lot of drugs have is people abuse it. Well, yeah. You know, that you, I've seen studies where brains have been permanently changed, you know, a very short amount of time. And these people were taking eight and nine and ten hits of ecstasy a day. Yeah. And I don't but, think that's the way the drug is going to be, you know, would be well, dosed out. Of course not. You know, I know, the thing I know. is, you know, if somebody, if somebody wants to abuse a drug, there's nothing the government can do to stop them. You know, nothing. Uh, you know, it's the same thing with pain pills. They've made it, if you suffer from chronic pain like I do, they, they're making, trying to make it impossible for a person to go to a doctor and, and get the pain medicine that allows them to function. You know, people, I took a pain pill, a Norco 10, which is a fairly decently strong one right before this show. Do I sound crazy and all like a drug addict or anything? Well, some people might say that, but that goes back to the corporate media. But, you know, people need their medicine to function. And it's the same thing with ecstasy, the same thing with weed. Yeah, you can't stop people from abusing drugs if they want to. But the corporations want to control it, you know. And like I said, but my point was, you know, this is this horrible, dangerous drug. Well, sure it is if you abuse it. Anything's dangerous if you abuse it. McDonald's is dangerous if you want to sit there and eat eight Big Macs a day. That's not the way it was meant yeah. to be consumed, you know. Same thing with ecstasy. Yeah, eight or nine hits a day, yeah, it's going to mess up your brain. Well, eight or nine Big Macs a day, you're going to waddle around weighing 450 pounds and die of a heart attack at 45, you know. And Crazy. people are doing both. Yeah, exactly, you know. But Big Macs, you walk in and buy as many as you want. You go up to the counter and order nine Big Macs, they might laugh at you back in the kitchen, but they'll say, that'll be thirty five seventy nine and take your money. It's all it's all government manipulation of what you know. Like I said, you know, people don't know acid was legal up until the early seventies when Nixon started the original war on drugs. You know, and and may I don't know about the younger generation. People our age, mine and Larry's, around fifty, a lot of us did acid. You know, we we didn't go crazy and jump off a mountain. We had a good time, kind of like the Indians did, taking mescaline or magic mushrooms. Now those are a little better for you than acid. But like I said, the CIA used it. No big deal, right? Yeah. Use it on, on – on, they used it on people that they weren't telling they were giving acid. Now, I can imagine, you know, trip, you know, having an acid trip when you didn't know you took acid. That, that would be fairly yeah. scary, I would imagine. <laughs> it would be, yes, yes. You know, 80, the latest statistics. I don't think I ever accidentally tripped in my life. No, I didn't either. You know, I was never what they call it dosing. I guess what they call it. you dose someone and you slip them a Mickey. You know, if you back into those old time movies. Yeah, you know. I worked at a place with somebody that had one slipped to him. I guess this dude was like he was like brilliant. He was, now he was he was like Rain Man, but he was a really good worker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He worked at, he worked out there Dietrich with me. But uh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eighty. But yeah, in this MDA trial, eighty-three percent of the participants no longer seem to suffer from PTSD after completing two months of treatment. It says the results became more permanent when the patient followed through with a long-term mental health plan, including outpatient checkups with a psychotherapist. 
So yeah, this you know party drug that's you know highly illegal. I mean, there's a Drugs Inc. on it. You know, you if you watch National Geographic Channel, if you ever watch the show Drugs Inc., you know, there's one on Molly, you know, in ecstasy. But it turns out it's actually a good thing if people don't abuse it. Well, just like morphine is a good thing if people don't abuse it. Sure. I was in some serious pain there a couple a, a month or two ago when I was in the emergency room, and they hit me with, you know, morphine. Yeah. I didn't like it at first, make me feel, you know, sick. But yeah, man, it, a couple it messes seconds, with your stomach. Pain was gone. Yeah. You know, I messed with my stomach for, you know, a second, you know, and the pain was gone. But morphine is also a bad thing. People abuse it. You know? But, you know, like you said, you can abuse anything. You, you, you can't stop. But, if people want to get high and abuse drugs, they're going to get high. I mean, you yeah. know, all you have to do is listen to the Primus song, Lacquerhead, you know. Lacquerhead knows no in-betweens. Huffing on cans of gasoline, you know. People want to get high, they'll huff paint. They'll, you know, they'll sniff gasoline, you know. Yep. They sure will. You know, it's, it, 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 if people want to abuse something, they will abuse it. You can't stop them. But that's what our government wants to do. Yeah. And, and anything that you're going to abuse, they got to make sure they can tax it. Oh, certainly. As long as yeah. they can tax it. As long as they can tax it. It doesn't really matter if it hurts you as long as they can tax it. Like cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. It's not even like the money's going back into the taxpayers' pockets or into the, not you know, we have taxpayers' pockets all around. The money's going into the pockets of the politicians who are getting paid by the lobbyists who work for the tobacco the industry. Tobacco industry, yeah. You know, so the, the people get screwed out of that loop. That's why I said we've got to we've got to replace the government. I mean, they're all corrupt, Democrat, Republican alike. They're all because yeah, they're all bought just, out. People just keep on electing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even when we try I mean, to get rid of them, you know, the 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 same thing that we got. From Bernie and Clinton in the primary is what you'll get. Yes. Because the corporations own the media. You know, CNN is still trying to say, you know, Hillary Clinton, you know, wasn't her fault. It was Bernie's Uh fault. It's all over the place. Even this election, I've seen intelligent people that I know are intelligent otherwise. Third-party candidates cost Clinton the election, you know. Yeah, mathematically, that adds up. But it's a freaking joke, as if, you know, people that voted for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson were going to vote for Clinton. Those people were going to stay home and not vote. Correct. You know? If people wanted to vote for Clinton, they would have voted for Clinton. You know, hey, you know, I'm I'm here running the Green Party Radio Network, and me and you are doing the Green Party Radio Show. If Bernie would have been the candidate, this stuff wouldn't exist. I, I would have voted for Bernie. I, I have no doubt admitting that. You know, certain things. Man, I, drove certain things. I drove to Philadelphia yeah. to try to make sure Bernie got the nomination, even though I'm in my heart. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> kind of new. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, when they, you know, this, this network was founded. This network was founded the day Hillary Clinton, the day Bernie, basically the day Bernie Sanders conceded, and Hillary Clinton was coronated. That's the day this network was founded. Yeah, yeah. You know, days with Jill spoke at a rally, and things just kind of snowballed from there. But. And it's not going to change in the comical thing. If you see the latest from HuffPost, uh, the, the article was titled, Russian Interference Could Be of Court's Legal Authority to Install Clinton. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, it's because now oh, there yeah. is actually yeah. case. There's case law from Pennsylvania in 1995. The vote fraud ruling shifts. You know, the uh, shifted the election. A federal judge took the rare step of invalidating the vote and ordered the seat filled by the Republican candidate. You know why? Mm. Because it was a special election. It was a special election, yeah. The article starts saying, yeah, the defense before the one I just read, saying Philadelphia's election system had collapsed under, quote-unquote, a massive scheme by Democrats to steal a state Senate election in November. So the Democrats are using a court case where they were caught blatantly cheating to the point that a judge gave the election to the Republicans. Wait, because of that, now we can do that to get rid of Trump. I mean, people, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about the Violet Party, I, I, we might as well stop talking. Right. You know? It's I mean, right yeah, there. coming out and admitting, you know. <laughs> We're, hey, we're wearing purple here. There's a reason for it. Right here in the yeah. middle. Yeah, third oh, yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was all just a big game to them. They knew all along that they were going to install Hillary. Oh, no doubt. It was just how bad do they have to cheat and... Unfortunately, who had to die? Well, Rocky De La Fuente talked about it on the show. That's why Cuomo didn't try to become president. You know, how often does the vice president, usually after eight years of a quote-unquote successful president, his vice president runs for the nomination, you know, when that guy leaves office? Why do you think Joe right, Biden right. didn't run? You know, the stuff was all agreed to. Rocky told us all back in 2008. You know, he's a former delegate to the convention. He knows this stuff. You know, yeah. they got Hillary to concede to Obama. Said, oh, we'll make you secretary of state. We'll make your campaign chairman, head of the Democratic National Committee, to where in 2016 you will be the nominee. And they thought, yep. you know, we'll get rid of anybody decent. And we'll let this Bernie run. You know, I, I, I actually believed with one of their tenets of why they let him run. Nobody's going to vote for a socialist, right? You know. Guy had a child out of wedlock. His wife had problems at the school board or whatever, you know. Let him run. Hillary will beat him so bad. She'll look so good. You know, it's no problem. Well, Bernie kind of screwed over their entire plan. <laughs> yeah. By, by being the only honest politician you've ever really known. <laughs> Yeah, out of the two major parties. Don't get us wrong, people. We're still, you know, we're, you know, we're still all for the Green Party. Don't get us wrong, people. But you know, but unfortunately, Bernie refused. You know, he refused to run on the Green Party ticket, even though Jill Stein offered to step down. Which that's a whole other story. People act well, like that was a bad well, thing. She she didn't John, offer to step down. She wasn't even the nominee yet. She said it'll have to go through the Green Party nomination process, you know. She said all that. You know, I want to throw that in there because... Right, right. But, uh... Bernie's been compromised. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. You know. When he immediately endorses Hillary Clinton after Seth Rich's murder, it was all over And after a little meeting, you know, the day... The day Seth was murdered, you know, he was murdered, you know, early in the morning, yeah. Bernie meets with Obama and comes out, okay, I want you to win. And I, you know, it, it sucks, but, but... Yeah, but his his message still rings true, people. Sure. You have to actually the, drain the, Green the swamp. Party, the Green Party agenda almost mirrored what Bernie was preaching anyway. Yeah. yeah. It, Tell everyone, you know, you got to get rid of these corrupt politicians. Get the money out of politics. You know, the Green Party doesn't take corporate donations. They have clean hands. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people, you know, if all these burners actually listened to Bernie's message, how could they have not voted for Jill Stein? I don't understand. 
I think a lot of them did, and their votes got flipped well, personally. So. Well, obviously, I mean, look at the recount in Detroit. Let's see, the number of the number of ballots doesn't match up to the number that were counted on election night, so we can't recount. What the hell is that? <laughs> of course, they don't match up. That's the whole point of the recount. <laughs> The people just say, okay, you know, get recount. You know, I see, I see no point in a recount at all. Only because it's not going to change anything. No, it's not going to change anything. All it's going to do is show how screwed up. The counting system is the ele- you know the election system. We all know how right. screwed up that is. You know, it's and, even when it's, and even when it does that, it's not going to change anything for the future. We're going to look at it and be like, oh, oh well, here we go. Well, that's the problem. Yeah, most people look at it. You know, like I talked about on the Green Progressive a couple of weeks ago. You know, one one di- uh, precinct in Wisconsin, there were 50 votes counted. They recounted. And there were actually 52 ballots cast. People looked like it, you know, uh, two votes, big deal. What's a big goddamn deal to those two people that voted that didn't have their count, you know, their vote counted the first time? Sure. You know? If you don't care if your vote gets counted, don't waste everyone's time voting, okay? If you don't care that they count your vote, stay home. You get more work for the rest of us. <laughs> right. You know, if you're just up there voting and say, here, count it or don't count it, I don't care. Well, you're just making more work for everyone who actually does care. Yeah. What really amazes me is how people can care uh, one day every four years. Yeah. And otherwise it's forgotten about. Oh, well, it is what it is. It is what you make it. Yeah, there's an old song from the 80s, baby. Life's what you make it. That's the... If you want to make it that you care once every four years, well, they're going to act like you care. One fourteen hundred and sixty first of the time, you know. 1,461 days in four years, people. I did that real quick in my head. But yeah, if you care one 1,461st of the time, well, that's the way they're going to treat you. That's the way they treat us. Like you care, you know, less than one-tenth of one percent of the time. That's about how much, you know. And ironically, the one-tenth of the one percent are the ones with all the money and all the power. I don't know if that's just, you know, coincidence, you know. That's, you know, that's what you deserve if you care one-tenth of one percent of the time. They start demanding actual election integrity, which is what Jill Stein is. Why she's out there doing this? And hey, you know she got a lot of free publicity out of it too, which is great for the Green Party. But you know, it's about actual election integrity, like you said, one person, one vote, like it, the Constitution calls for. But the only way we're going to get that done is through hand counted paper ballots. If you yeah. get these machines involved, they're going to stay close away. They're going to find yeah. a way to steal them. Yep. Or at the very least, even if it's a hand, you know, you fill out the ballot by hand and run it through a machine, it should be, it should be automatically recounted. Automatically. You know, those machines screw up. I mean, that's yep. what they're finding in Wisconsin. You know, those machines aren't perfect. Even a machine that hasn't been tampered with, it's not perfect. You know, people don't fill out the little circle perfectly when they run it through that digital reader. It doesn't read the vote. Right. Why do you think there are so many undervotes in every election? You know. Go back dangling to Florida Chad. with their hanging chads. Yeah, dangling chads. You know, well, you know. This this chat has a pimple in it, you know. They tried to push it through. It didn't go through all the way. (laughs) I mean, how can the greatest country in the world have such a screwed-up voting system when we're supposed to be the beacons of democracy for the entire world? How did Great Britain Brexit? (laughs) Yep. Hand-counted hand. Yep. Yep. 
can't counted paper ballots. That's the only way to know. And you have to have, you know, you have to have equal representation at the counting. Uh, Why sure? Counting precincts, you, you know. You didn't hear anything. You didn't hear anything about anybody challenging that vote. No. They knew it was honest. Right. Yeah. I, I read it's BBC. Like, yeah. Right. You know, people like to quote Joseph Stalin. And, and let me clear this up for you, too, people. Right, right, right. You know, right. You, you don't have to say, but I want to clear up. I want to get to the fact of it because I actually did a little research on it, you know. They say, you know, there's a quote that always, you know, you see all the memes out there. Joseph Stalin said, you know, it matters to me not who votes, but who counts the votes, you know. And that's not quite exactly what he said. He said something similar to that, but he was talking about a vote in the Russian parliament, not the general election. He was talking about a specific vote in, in parliament, you know, and said, I don't care how, you know, all the representatives and senators vote. I just care who counts the vote. But, you know, it, it is the same general principle as, the, you know, as, as our elections. It doesn't matter right. who you vote for. It, it matters, you know, wh- whose machines are counting the votes is what matters here. Yep. You know, and when George Soros companies are owning the machines, yeah, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out what's going to be going on. You know, it it strikes me as it's maddening that they're complaining about and using the statistical anomalies to say the election was, you know, stolen from Hillary. Yeah, when the exact same statistical anomalies occurred in primaries, they they're silent, and they're continued silent. But even when it's thrown in their faces, they're continued silent about it. Yeah, nothing to see here. Move along, folks. You know, we've got to fix these. If if we had hand counted paper ballots, it'd be President Elect Bernie Sanders right now. Yeah, there's no yeah. doubt in my mind. And more than likely, well, I mean, and let's say, let's say if Hillary actually would have won the nomination, let's 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 just assume that you know, crazy for a second because it's not true. You know, we would be talking about the Green Party and the Libertarian Party as major parties in this country because I'm sure they probably both got five percent if you actually counted yeah. the votes honestly. Right. You know, they would both have ballot I know access a lot of people that could not vote for Trump or Clinton. Yeah. I know a lot of people that couldn't vote for either one of them. Yeah. But that was a quick hour, Don, I have thousands of Facebook friends, and that's, the majority of them couldn't vote for either one of them. Yeah. Of course, in a couple states, you know, you couldn't vote for Jill Stein, but that's that's a story for another show. Right, right, right. Well, I had fun, Larry. GPR, we'll be back Wednesday, 9 a.m. Eastern. Tomorrow night, Real Talk with Chad Cushman. Tuesday, hashtag Just Stand with Mandy Kenny. Both those shows, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Green Party Radio Network. Have a good week, everybody. Seek the truth. It's out there. But you're going to have to look for fact, it. Fact check your news. Fact check us. We're proud to be fact checked. Sure. Absolutely, anything we say. Yep. Go Patriots, Monday Night Football. Woo! <laughs> but go Chet's number one draft pick, I guess. Man. No, the Browns got that locked in. Yeah, well, I mean, they could still get, you know, top four or five and still get, you know. I mean, yeah, I, I don't see the Browns winning a game, but at least the Jets are going to Bryce Petty, so they'll probably lose the last four if he starts. Yeah. Well, Don, I'm not the uh, – I'm not big on college. Are there any college quarterbacks out there worth taking? Um, the way I see it, not really. I know the dude that was supposed to win the Heisman from Louisville is only a sophomore. He can't come out. The other Heisman candidate from Oklahoma, Baker Mayfield, he said he was going back to school next year. So, yeah, it may not be any court. But you never know. I'm, 
you know, Tom Brady was a sixth round pick, you know, I mean, so, you know, you never know one of these guys might shoot up. I mean, look, Carson Wentz was number two this year, and he was from North Dakota State. He wasn't even Division One, you know, but he turned out, you know, in the combine, and they see how good he was, whatever. So you never know. I mean, right. but once you're out, once you're out of the playoffs, and dude, that would do it, you know, for the whole basically '80s and '90s with the Patriots, you might as well lose. I mean, you know. The higher the pick, the better. Even if you just get, you know, a, a defensive back to replace Revis because he's getting old, or you know, right. I go quarterback from Oklahoma. Pick. You know, being here, living in Oklahoma, I, you know, a whole lot of people would root for the Jets more that way. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, if you had that going for you, yeah, that's true. You pick <laughs> up some Jets fans, yeah, 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 it would. We're, okay, we're far well, too we're, we're a rare breed. A very yeah. rare breed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, that's the show. Have a good day. I'll see you yeah. later on. Have a great week. We'll talk to you Wednesday.